This is quite interesting because he really does. He mocks the unconstitutional rogue agents in government and ventriloquist Congress. These kind of phrases really highlights his disdain for the violation of what are clear violation of the separation of powers, clear lanes for Congress, the courts, the executive branch from the president uh, to the sheriff. Uh, He really mocks them and says, look, you guys don't understand this. You've got to get this together. Ventriloquist Congress. And then he basically says disembowels. I mean, that's just guts the whole thing. If we allow this to stand our enemies, or I shouldn't say our enemies, because I don't really have enemies, but our opposition in this, those who claim that we have untested or unproven legal theories, uh, which part of disemboweled don't you understand from Anthony Scalia, the Supreme Court writer for the, what do they call this decision, Sheriff, when you win? The losing decisions called what? And the winning, or the, the, the people who go against it are called what? Dissenting views. What are the people who, what's it called when they win? Uh, uh, it smells like the, It's victory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's writing, though, on behalf of those who were the winners not the losers. Right. We need to remember that Correct. because it wasn't like he was just mad and he lost. And so he's you know, um, resorting to tart language. He's merely not only giving you an incredible win, but broadening the scope of every word that he says, disembowels, no authority, right. ventriloquist Congress. How much more broad do you want to make the mocking of those who take power under themselves who don't have that authority? I don't know that you can make it stronger, yeah. really, um, all, while maintaining your, uh, your dignity or your, you know, you know, above reproach position of a Supreme Court member. I don't know how you can use more tart language, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, no kidding. So we'll have to forward that on to Mary McCord when she's in a listening mood. But uh, who knows? But yeah, Men's I tried Am- to email her. Have- she's not listening to me right now, though. She's just ignoring me and calling oh, me a terrorist. Uh, Sam, I'm really... Uh, really pumped about today's show we've got two amazing guests and we've we specifically reached out to chris Hoare again and that yes that's satellite phones and connecta uh phone service but i was more concerned this time about uh cell phones and we had a major breakdown in the mainstream cell phones just a few days ago and so i thought of chris immediately so we've asked Chris to be on the show again today. Chris, are Hi, you Chris. there? Hi, Chris. How's doing? Yeah, oh, we're doing fantastic. Let me give you a 30-second summary, and then let's have Chris sound off on this one. Headline, AT&T claims it was internal issues, not cyber attack. Um, they're giving $5 for everybody who uh, had a day of no service. The problem is they're not explaining what the internal issue is. To me, the headline should be this, Chris, and I want your comment. Nothing is official until it's first been denied. What are they talking about? If it's an internal (laughs) issue at AT AT&T, how did it affect T-Mobile and everybody else on the planet? What on earth is happening? They're lying, sir. Well, look, I mean, I I don't know to to be sure what's actually happened. They said it was some kind of software upgrade. Um, But how does that affect all the other companies? Well, yeah. Does everybody run their communications point. through AT&T? <laughs> I mean, not because that I know. That's even a more scary scenario, right? <laughs> yeah, they've also got a bridge to sell you in uh, in Manhattan, right? But um, no, look, I, I don't. Uh, I don't think it's really possible that that is true. I don't know. But my opinion is is that this was a cyber attack, of course, 
it was only what two weeks ago that Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI, warned us that uh, the Chinese, amongst others, have so many people working on their cyber attack unit that it outnumbers yeah. everyone we've got working in the federal government or something like that. I mean, you know, so it, it's clear that the Chinese, the uh, the Iranians, the Russians, the North Koreans are all trying to attack our infrastructure. They have been. They're not trying to hide it. You know, they're open about it. And of course, they're going to have success, you know, and I would say that this was potentially just a test to see what would happen. And they must be very pleased because even though there were only roughly, according to Down Detector, maybe with with 70,000 reports, that's probably 700,000 to a million people who were offline at least. And uh, remember that 911 was offline across the country at least. And, and 911 was offline because people whose phones were working were calling 911 to test their phones, effectively taking 911 offline. So if just such right. a small outage comparatively can take down 911 across the country, they're probably readjusting their strategy, thinking, great, now, you know, the real deal, uh, when, we, when we attack full force, I mean, this thing is going to be put the entire country down. So, you know, I, I say that's just my opinion, but whatever happened, it, you know, it seems clear that it was a cyber attack because, yeah, you're absolutely right. It couldn't affect other carriers if it was a, just an AT&T issue. And even though the attack was less effective on other carriers, uh, that's what it was. Um, T-Mobile, Verizon, these guys were all having outages as well. So I think, yeah, most sure, likely Mac. in my opinion, definitely, yeah. Sheriff Mack, I find this fascinating, too. They claim it's an internal issue, <clears throat> which really baits right. the question. Either, number one, they're lying to you because it affected all these other companies, or maybe it's that every company is forced to run their communications through AT&T. Maybe you only really have one player, and they've basically admitted it. I don't know that. I'm not stating that as a fact. I'm just saying if it's really an internal issue and it affected everybody else, then somehow everybody's communications have got to run through AT&T, right? Yeah, when Ma Bell, when Ma Bell and AT&T uh, got broken up because they had a monopoly, uh, at first they were uh, forced to share their uh, infrastructure with other companies that wanted to. So maybe that has continued on more than we know. Uh, but uh, anyway, I wanted to show you, Chris and Sam, I have my Iridium 9555 satellite phone right here from sat123.com and don't forget that uh, Mac 50 uh, forward slash there. So sat123.com and then don't forget that code Mac 50 to get your uh, $50 discount on that. And so uh, this phone right here, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, this phone is $89 per month, correct? Uh, yeah, it's exactly that. And you're getting a hundred minutes a month uh, for that, that roll over if you don't use them. Um, but the phone anywhere else in the country, Sheriff, you, you're charged a thousand to two thousand dollars for this phone. Plus, you have to pay the monthly fee, right? So it's very important to yeah. realize that it's like we're giving this phone away to you for free when you activate. Nobody else is doing that, right? So you are saving yeah. up to two thousand dollars, and then an extra fifty by using the Mac Fifty code, um, you know, for off the activation. So it really is an incredible deal. And the reason that we're doing this and reason people need to have these satellite phones is because if you were without cell service, you know, last Thursday, then and you had a sat phone, you'd have been absolutely fine. There was zero interruption in satellite phone service around the world, as there is no interruption any day ever, you know, since we've been doing this 20 years. 
Uh, these phones work when cell phones don't because satellite phones talk directly to the satellites. They don't go via cell towers. And that's why that's the problem. The cell towers are the issue. If you have to go through a cell tower and that tower is down, you effectively have no cell service whatsoever. So this this phone will work anywhere on Earth, the middle of the desert, the middle of the ocean, the middle of downtown Denver, where my AT&T phone often has problems, by the way, even when nothing yeah. is wrong. So, you know, yeah. this is, this, yeah. you know, something that everyone needs to have um, in this in their preparedness kit. And they can also call and, us and at nine. Yeah. I was talking to I was talking to a customer the other day about this and they go, well, do I get to keep my current phone? I said, yes, of course you can. And you need to make sure that you put the, the new phone service with Connecta uh, and do that as well. So you, that you're not uh, depending on uh, somebody like AT&T who doesn't support the cause of freedom in our country. And of course, Connecta does. And so does SAT-123. So folks, satellite phone here with, with Chris Hoare and his company uh, is a, two, a winner in two different ways. The best insurance you can have for communication for you and your family. And also, uh, sheriff's offices and search and rescue squads are buying this up uh, because when they go out and look for people out in the middle of nowhere and can't get cell phone service, they can get this service and call an ambulance or call families or uh, receive calls from people who are lost uh, this is absolutely the safest way to go, folks. And this is why we've been pushing this on Bright on TV. And we're so grateful to have Chris Hoare come out here and explain all of this to us. So, Chris, to me, this is just a, a wow insurance policy, isn't it? That's correct. I mean, we all have life insurance, and that writes you a check after you passed away, of course. Uh, but this phone... Yeah. Uh, for 90 bucks a month, this can save your life before you pass away. So I really think it's better life insurance. And these phones have saved, you know, God knows how many lives over the years. I mean, the in phone China, is free, folks. The phone free. is free. Free with activation. That's sat, right. Like in the Heine, sat one gentleman. ladies and gentlemen, because you got to understand this is life insurance, not death insurance. That's right. Yeah, and you can call <laughs> yeah. us at 941-955-1020. That's 941-955-1020. And we're open 24 hours with your questions. We can take your orders there. Just tell them Sheriff Max sent you. Uh, but look, in Lahaina, one satellite phone by a gentleman who worked at uh, the Maui Club Resort, I think it was. He uh, managed mm -hmm. with one sat phone, save 14,000 lives. He turned around 14,000 people who were heading into almost certain death. Um, he was able to reach out to the governor's office because no one else, there was no cell service when those fires broke out, but the satellite phone worked and he made one call and that saved 14,000 lives. And look, that's not every day that happens, but it's an example of how powerful these things are and why you need to have one. You know, you want to save your own life and your family and your friends, you know, make sure you have a phone. You can call any phone in the world, any cell phone, any landline, and they can all call you. It's not just like you can call another satellite phone and that's it. No, you can call any phone and they can call you and you can also text any phone in the world and they can text you. So it really is absolutely invaluable. Love it. When AT&T melted down the other day along with the other companies, uh, did you get some good feedback about, hey, you know what, I used my phone and checked on my family or, you know, those things are critical. Any, any feedback on that, Chris? 
yeah, in between the like the biggest sales day I think we've ever had. Um, yes, <laughs> you know the people were absolutely like enraged about what was going on. AT and T, I think mostly because AT and T wasn't telling them anything. You know, I I got a text right. from them on Friday. And they're still Saturday. not, by the way, folks. That's a dead giveaway. They're lying. They're still not telling you anything. Yeah, they're, they're just like, saying we'll give you, you five bucks to, to let it go and move on, please. Five bucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that's a real comfort to people who were in trouble, who needed uh, emergency medical services and couldn't get through, I'm sure. But, you know, regardless, uh, if you had a sat phone, you were great. And we had a lot of people thanking us, you know, uh, because they they had their phone, it worked, and it was able to uh, give them the communication they need when everyone around them was, like, just running around like headless chickens, effectively, you know. So this is, you know, All get right, your phone before you can see. Amazing, Remember sat123.com, ladies and gentlemen. You can also check out phone123.com with some applications to help you as well. There's options, options, options when it comes to sat123.com. Remember the code MAC50, and you get the discount, and you get a free phone, and you sign up, and you've got minutes, and you can check on your loved ones and family. When all comms are down, you've got real life insurance, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Have a great day. Thanks, Chris. We'll See you soon. soon. There he Thank goes. You, Chris Hoare doing a phenomenal job. It is sat123.com or phone123.com, Mac code 50. And I just find it interesting. They claim it's internal issues. We'll talk to our next guest about this along with a bunch of other issues. Sheriff, you want to do the intro? My goodness, Sam. Uh, do we have a guest today or what? Uh, folks, <laughs> I have. Uh, I don't know if this is her most recent book. I think she's written a book or two before. But uh, this is a powerful book, folks. Um, the American Crisis Continues. Of course, that's a play from um, Thomas Paine, who Sam and I quote frequently. And it's The American Crisis Continues, Bring America Home. And I have heard her say that for years because I've been on her show uh, since she first started in radio back with Derry Brownfield, which had to be about 30 years ago. And I don't, she doesn't, she doesn't get old folks, but I don't know why I do, but Beth Ann, my good friend. Oh, there she is. Look, I told you, she doesn't change. <laughs> she doesn't get old folks. It's well, thank you for that. Smarter. That's all that happens with Beth Ann. Hi, Beth Ann. How are you doing, Sam? Hi, Richard. How are you doing? Oh, We're doing excellent. We have a bunch of topics, and believe it or not, why don't you break down kind of the the reason for the book? Because the book really addresses so many modern topics. It's 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 amazing. I, I guess I, actually I was inspired by reading Thomas Paine, and I've been trying to write a book for a long time. And and, and Sheriff, this is my first book, <laughs> so, so I'm pretty this is excited. Your first book. It's my first one. I've got another one about okay, ready great. to go. And um, well, but. I actually had my lovely wife purchase this book off of Amazon just about a week ago. So, well, good. Folks. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you're not comfortable with Amazon, though, ladies and gentlemen, the good news about Beth Ann is you can go to her website, csctalkradio.com, and you can call them on the phone number there and everything else. You can get the book direct from Beth Ann as well, Sheriff. Yes. yes. I used, Way to go, Beth Ann. It's, I used Amazon because it was free. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I couldn't afford a publisher, so so I did it all myself. So it's my first attempt. I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, I wrote it because I do believe that America 
I think the crisis is continuing and I think it always will. I think the American people have got to wake up. We've got to know our rights. We've got to know our constitution. And we need to realize that we were established as a Christian nation, a godly nation. And I think, and I'm sure you two agree with me, we've fallen away from that. And that's one of the biggest problems of all. So. Right. Well, uh, Bethann, I always ask our guests uh, on this program, what is the absolute worst thing happening to America today? And you already alluded to one answer. So besides the spiritual debauchery and, and the uh, rejection of God and Jesus Christ in our schools and in our society today, what is the absolute one worst thing? And you seem to cover about 50 of them in here. But what is the absolute worst thing happening to America today, my friend? Well, I think the basis is there was an insurrection, but it wasn't on January 6th that happened a long time ago. And it just keeps happening. And it's like they're just chipping away at our Constitution, chipping away at the very foundation of this nation. And I think the American people are oblivious because somehow we decided we were too comfortable to worry about it. And we left everything into the hands of Congress. And there's a chapter in there about Congress being convicted because they really are the ones responsible. And we have a terrible president right now. There's no doubt about that. We've had other bad presidents. Presidents come and presidents go, but Congress stays and they stay and they stay. And if there's one thing they're nonpartisan on, it's spending our money. And they right. keep doing that and they've done it till- And, and that then going to anymore. war. Yes, <laughs> yes. I've gotten in trouble on my show a little bit because you know I've defended uh, Israel to a degree of what's going on over there. And uh, we just saw an attack on, uh, uh, who was that? Um, Seinfeld. He's, he's Jewish yeah. and he was attacked in the streets, you know, accosted. I don't think they right. heard him. They just yelled at him and stuff. And, and it's just, and this invasion at the border. Yeah, you know, you guys have talked about this stuff long enough that you understand what globalism is. So yeah. that is these elites around the world, not just here in the United States, but around <laughs> the world. <laughs> so with that... Are, uh, you just you just mentioned about seven or eight different issues. So, but I will tell you, they all fall within one thing, and that is the complete and utter corruption of Washington D.C. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. it is so corrupt that I don't. I'm I'm not sure we can save it. I was thinking the other day they were talking about how crime has yeah. escalated in D.C., and I'm thinking, yeah. well, they got all the crime lords up there in the Capitol. I mean, it's just, right. why is it? Go arrest the crooks. Go arrest the crooks in Washington, D.C. And, uh, and, and I'm Capitol talking about the, others, the halls yeah. of justice in the Capitol. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, I want to get into some of the details here, Sheriff, about this book. It's fascinating. Number one, I believe some of the answers are in the title, which we'll talk about in a minute. But first, your granddaughter wrote the foreword, right? That's actually she really did. cool. It was. She made me cry. She read it to me when she wrote it. And I thought, which Mima are you talking about? <laughs> so you don't <laughs> know when the kids are listening. But apparently I've I've talked about our heritage. We go back to uh, 
the Brigadier General Thomas Sumter, and I think I've told him that several times, that uh, he was very instrumental when we watched the Patriot, that the life of uh, uh, Benjamin was based loosely on the Patriot, was based loosely on the Brigadier General Thomas Sumter and the Brigadier General uh, Francis Mary and the Gamecock and the Swamp Fox. And uh, those are the men yeah. that really mm -hmm. won that war. They really are. They are the ones who won our revolution. And I'm very proud that I have, even though it's a, a fifth great uncle, it wasn't a fifth great grandfather. I feel like uh, I have that revolutionary blood running through my veins and, and I'm ready to stand. And, you know, sometimes I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I kind of look at the door every now and then during the show and wonder if the guys with the black coats are going to come in and take us away. <laughs> but yeah, no I really kidding. Think it's yeah. I really think that never bad. happens to me uh, only when I'm awake. <laughs> yeah. Well, well uh, then one of my one of my favorite quotes from uh, I have several from Thomas Paine. Uh, one of them is a long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right. And mm. and I think that's what's happening to us. We've been brainwashed with stuff like that uh, and and we have forgotten our values. The values haven't changed. We have forgotten or abandoned the values, as you were mentioning earlier, that we are uh, based on uh, Judeo-Christian uh, principles. And, and the founding fathers warned us that our constitution was only intended for a moral and not righteous. I used to say religious. righteous, not more a moral and religious people. And, and I think now that our own governments now are, are kicking God out of our schools and kicking God out of our country. And that, that has, uh, that's had a horrible consequence and effect on America. And well, don't the you reason think it's religious that... and moral, not righteous is because religious means that we're trying to do better. We're trying to follow God. He has a, <clears throat> a very kind, gentle, patient, merciful heart when we try. Even if we fall short, he's pretty forgiving and, and patient. It's when we turn our back on him that things go really wrong. And the reason that's so important to kind of understand is because <clears throat> the details of the book, the book elaborates on many of today's crises in America. We can get into more of those. But then it says this. You know what? You will leave with an understanding of the founding fathers and a realization that God is the creator, the foundation of this nation. And that's why it's important. We're all at different spots. We all need to repent. We're all far from God in many ways. But if we're trying, he says, hey, if you turn to me and if you repent, I'll heal your land and protect you. What an incredible covenant, Beth Ann. I know. And I, I quoted a pastor that I'd heard one time. In fact, he's out of South Carolina. And um, he said, we should just always be sitting with anticipation of what God is going to do next. And I hear so many people say, well, it's all impossible. We're not going to get a country back. And I've got relatives that are saying that. And I refuse to let go because I know my God is more powerful than the, than the evil that is running this nation. And that's I, that's all you could call it is evil. When they want to mutilate our children, they want to take our children. And they're okay with this invasion and that's what it is. It's an invasion of our enemies coming into this country. But not just that. Yep. They sit there and talk about reparations and everything for, for the dark part of our country when we had slaves. But they're okay with all this human trafficking, this sex trafficking. They were all involved with this Epstein guy that, you know, committed suicide. Mm -hmm. 
And I've always asked and, about that Epstein guy. Hey, how come he's the only one that, that committed suicide? And then this one Ghislaine Maxwell is the only one taking a punishment for it. How come we haven't followed the trails of every one of those 50 plus names that were released and run it to ground for criminal activity, Beth Ann? Well, they're all in D.C. <laughs> and they're all <laughs> yeah. investigating some other crime. You know, they're investigating. I said they're, they're not. I don't know if they're ever going to get anything done with Biden. He's corrupt to the hilt, but they're not protecting Biden. They could care less about Biden. They're protecting themselves yeah. and their power. Themselves. That's all they're protecting. Yeah. The deep state isn't just the Democrats. It isn't just the the uh, no. bureaucrats. It's the whole system. Right. It Our system of governance was there was an insurrection and the American people are oblivious to what happened. Yeah, you're not talking I, about January 6th. I'm not talking about yeah. January 6th. Well, are you referring if that to was, those, If they would the have thing, been armed, you, go ahead. Yeah, well, that'd be different. But what are you referring to a specific incident or just uh, a long train of abuses? It's a long train of abuses. Very long train right. of Both. abuses. But <laughs> Any in, incident in you want book, to point out, it's that and, right? <laughs> exactly. But in the book, if we go back, and I was one of those that was a little bit hard little bit stubborn to really get the grasp what had happened but after the civil war they were broke we were broke and yeah. congress had to do something so what did they do they borrowed money from the european bankers mm -hmm. the people we just yeah. defeated for our freedom yeah. <laughs> and they borrow money from them and in that they said well we'll loan you the money but you need to be incorporated they were protecting their investment so they incorporated and eventually they incorporated every single one of the 50 states got incorporated. So we're this big corporation and Congress is nothing more than just, you know, working for the corporation. And, and one well, thing that I found interesting in that, when that happened, the Congress knew that the new president, because Lincoln had been assassinated, was a state's rights mm -hmm. guy. And so they concocted up 11 impeachments, phony impeachments against him to keep him busy while they sold us, sold, sold us out. And so I think it started there. I think it's continued with different things when, when they brought in the Federal Reserve and Congress is no longer taking care of our economy. And, right. and also then when we, we gave up the state's senators. So senators are now elected on a popularity they can have, they've got enough money, they can go from X state to, you know, like Arkansas to New York and become a senator right. if they right. got enough money, but they're no longer from the legislature of the state. So they're not representing the state. Right. So we've lost representation. Well, to re I wanted to respond a little bit to what you said about your relatives who say uh, it's hopeless in Washington, D.C. We can't take back our country. If you, if you only look at Washington, D.C., then you're correct. It's not going to, we will not get freedom back or our constitution back in Washington, D.C. So folks, just look in your own county and community. We take back America county by county. And please tell them that that can work and is working because you only need to deal with a few people, your sheriff and maybe a county commissioner or two, but you, the people, the posse and the people can do it together. Amen. Just those just that, that, those two. So it looks hopeless in Washington, D.C. because it is. 
it's too it's too far gone it's too bought and paid for just as you alluded to right now and in your book and i want to read a quote from your book on page um, 142 and it talks about deceit and confusion are the tactics of the enemy and and then uh, the first part of that paragraph i have it i have it uh, highlighted but then i'm going down to the bottom in the middle america's enemies are hiding within our established government. They are tyrants, but in many ways, they are much worse, just as we were talking about. Wolves in sheep's clothing, vicious and deceitful. In all cases, they are unfit to govern a free people. Amen to that. Amen, amen, Bethan, amen to that. And that's why we've got to look locally and we've got to elect and, sheriffs who are honorable men and women who will stand and keep their word and their promise to the American people that I will faithfully uphold and defend the United States Constitution and the Constitution of the state of Idaho or wherever the sheriff is. So thank you. Thank you for your insight on all of this, uh, your follow up on that. I think uh, you hit it right on the head, you know, because we have been trained um, as Americans to look to D.C. for our laws. And we were not established. We were established as a government to be governed locally. The people are to govern locally. All the D.C., they're supposed to be at the bottom of the po- of the podium toll of power. All they're there is to kind of just bring it all together, not dictate to us. And that's what we always look, oh, what's Congress going to do? What's Congress, can they save us from this, save us from that? We've been trained to look to them, and they are not supposed to be the power. The local government is the power. And and we all do it. We all do it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. very well said. Uh, Well, they've stolen it, they usurped it, and their appointed judges have endorsed it in the courts. So uh, yes. they always well, go, we okay, can... well, yeah, they, we they, they'll destroy it. And I'll go, well, the Supreme Court said we could. <laughs> <laughs> we could see what's happening in the courts right now. And uh, go yeah. back to those cowboy shows, you know, where they got the bad judges and somebody said, well, we know what John Wayne would do with that corrupt judge. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's, uh, yeah, we there's no justice in America anymore. Not, not any true justice and not on yeah. that level not on the federal level, perhaps in our local courts. There are some, I haven't been drugged to court just yet. So. <laughs> well, let's talk well, about Sam. Donald Trump a little bit. I know the first thing uh, in your book that's highlighted a lot is the kind of the border crisis. Now, Donald Trump says that he will have the most, or I should say the largest, the bigliest. I don't know what words to use here. Uh, <laughs> um, deportation <laughs> the country's ever seen. And, and the reason I do bigly and this and that, I'm joking, but I'm kind of highlighting what he said. This is going to be massive. Huge, he huge. Claims, the biggest one ever. Huge. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about that? Will he really do it, though? I mean, he talked about locking up Hillary and he never got it done. So, yeah, I th- one thing I have against Trump is I think he's got too soft a heart. <laughs> I think he's too <laughs> forgiving. Now, I have I just got through writing a sub stack about everybody's asking him when they interview. I'd like to interview him. Somebody that's common. You know, I'm not trying to make a million dollars. I'm just trying to get this country back. But I would like to see what is that deportation going to look like? 
Um, I think he's going to try to do it. I think we have to do it. Um, I, and Sheriff, you may knock me down on this when I said, why don't we put a bounty on them? Get some bounty hunters, not dead or alive, just alive to get them deported out of here and, mm-hmm. and let's get them out. I think if I think we got enough Americans that would probably do well, that. And, and to your point, Beth Ann, hold on. If you had bounty hunters looking for them, though, how many bounty hunter captures versus the whole threat of looking for them and everything else? How many would basically just pack up and leave on their own accord? I'm, I'm telling you right now, right. you would see a stream yeah. south of the border like you would not believe. It's kind of like when you <laughs> when you say, "Look, we're not going to let you cross the border. Or we're going to shoot you." Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not really for shooting people just because they cross the border necessarily. My point though is, hey instantly uh, the thousand that were crossing the border uh, the few daring ones might try but the rest won't and so sometimes the bark needs to be bigger than the bite even sheriff mac yeah yeah and and, and i've never thought of that beth ann but i, I started thinking while you, you and sam were talking i go what a bounty well it one it's not illegal and no. two i think it would scare people out like sam alluded to so uh, and then it gets it gets people involved, and huh, I have to think on that. But I don't think it's a bad idea right now. I you know well, I, I didn't know if yeah I don't think it's a bad idea. Officer would appreciate that idea. Now I don't think well, we hold want on to drag Let's them down over their horses. Wait a minute. But what's that? But when criminal when criminals uh, run, let's say that you do a bail bondsman or whatever else, and and so you're yes. supposed to you know return to court and We've report, and you don't, and you bail. What do they do? They right. send the bail bondsman to hunt you down, just like that. How is this any different? Yeah. You've literally fled your um, the border. You even if they said, well, you're supposed to, you know, we're letting you go now on your own recognizances, but we're going to let you, uh, you know, meet in court mm-hmm. and you know, whatever. How far behind they are? You know, five years or what, three years, whatever. Uh, and, and then you don't show up for that or whatever else, or, um, you know, you're committing all kinds of crimes. Why, why is this any different? So I think she's a hundred percent right on this. No one said, kill them. We said, no, not, create not accountability alive, just alive. <laughs> right. And, and that's yeah, just... why exactly when, when, when a criminal skips bail, we do that exact thing. Aren't they really skipping bail when they cross the border and vanish into our country? Yeah. Well, Nikki well, they're Haley all supposed said to have they've not done anything that, wrong. And they don't go to them. Yeah, go ahead, Bethany. Yeah. Skipping bail, Sheriff. Say, yeah, it is. And Nikki, ha- go Nikki ahead, Haley has said that they're not doing anything wrong. All they did, they just want a better life. And I'm thinking, oh my, this woman is so far off, just so far off. They've uh, already done a crime just to come across here. And and they're already breaking the law. I, I just saw an article today, some of them getting off the bus where they're putting them. They've got a t-shirt on saying F you. And it's like, this is how they think of America. They're not here to have a better life. They're here to escape the life they had, and, but they don't, they want to bring their bad stuff here. I mean, that's, you know, we just had another murder of a young girl by an illegal alien. Quit calling them immigrants. They're not immigrants. They didn't come here for a job. They've come here no. just to exist and take from us. They're not immigrants. immigrants. get a green card, Beth Ann. Yes, they do. They have, the a, rest they they have a job to go to. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah. Immigration is legal. Uh, Coming across our border illegally is a crime. And and I don't think there's any way uh, to to change that wording unless you're a Democrat, of course, who wants 45 million illegals here. I want to ask AOC, uh, when is it too many? When we have 100 million illegals 
or when you have obtained what you're after, and that is registration to vote for all these people to where uh, it doesn't matter what the Republicans or independents or the rest of us do, you're going to control the country pretty much like you are right now because you, you have uh, both houses and you have uh, most of the states across the country uh, that are uh, bowing down to all of these crimes, bowing down to Biden and his corruption and his family's corruption. And and now this book that's out uh, that uh, also is blood money uh, that describes the corruption that we're talking about here. And it's just absolutely out of control. And it's part of the political atmosphere between the Democrats and Republicans. And the Democrats are taking it to the next level so they can have a monopoly on all of it yes. with all these yes. illegal votes. Yes. Absolutely. I think it's more than just votes, though. I don't think it's just about voters. I think no, I go back not. to my mentor. I go back to my mentor, Derry Brownfield. Globalism is just worldwide communism. That's what it is. Everyone will be enslaved Amen. to whatever government you're under in your nation, in your country. But you'll own nothing and love it, Beth What's that? You'll own nothing and love it, they claim. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I like that. But Derry said they can't get this done until they bring America down. And what a better way to bring America down than to flood us with criminals to where we just don't think we can do anything about it. I mean, how they want to defund the police. They don't want to give them any power. The police are afraid to do anything or they're going to go after them. And and we've just seen it happen. It seems like it's happening so fast, guys. But it's not. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just been escalating. That that snowball's been That's coming right. down that for a long time. Beth yeah. Ann, a question for you about the FISA deal. Right now, everyone in Washington, D.C. understands and knows that warrantless surveillance is no bueno. The American people don't like it, don't want it. We're against it. But you know what? Ron Paul and others over at Campaign for Liberty are literally warning, saying, hey, you know what? House Republican leadership, Speaker Mike Johnson, Majority Leader Steve Scalise, uh, and then the uh, Minority Whip, Tom Emmer, they're literally working on sneaking this 702 um, into a massive must-pass omnibus spending bill. They even are guilty of possibly um, trying to say, let's expand it. Yeah. This is the trouble we're facing. You know, everybody believes Mike Johnson, good Christian guy, uh, maybe so. But the fact is, what is he meeting in private, in secret, in these rooms for to pass something that they know we all reject, Bethana? Isn't that the core of the corruption we're talking about? Absolutely. You know, there's several issues, FISA being one of them. What if they put them to a vote of the people instead of Congress? What if they put them out here, say, abortion? What if they put it out here as a vote to the people? Of course, they've got so many women brainwashed. And with human trafficking that they've got, sex trafficking, they, they have to have abortion, you know. And But it's, um, what if they put some of these issues to a vote for the people? What if we actually were governing ourselves like we're supposed to be? Um, Congress well, isn't can't. supposed Don't to be up there. Doing it. Fast, it's not even fraud. funny. Then you have What's election that? fraud and, and they'll still control it. Yeah. Uh, don't be a downer, Sheriff. <laughs> All right. A couple of other quick things I want to highlight before the end of the hour that we need to talk about with Beth Ann is this skyrocketing number of attacks 
on Christians and churches exposed and explodes. World Net Daily with this piece, they're starting to make this personal. They have got to gut the morality and the religion of the people uh, in order to gain their upper hand, uh, Beth Ann. And they're literally now starting to attack not only churches and Christians around the world, but right here in the United States, unprecedented. And the mainstream press isn't talking about it, so you don't even know how bad it really is. Yeah, we know that it's bad. Um, we haven't seen that in our area. Um, but we have, unfortunately, and I'm sure you guys know this, we have some woke woke churches <laughs> that are just, yeah. they're going along with this stuff. And uh, it's the Christians that are going to stand up and say no. Uh, I watched an old movie the other night. I know, I know you guys appreciate, I know Sheriff appreciates old movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it was taking place in Rome. And it was when they were crucifying the Christians and uh, they showed them crucify uh, Peter upside down and fed the Christians to the lions and how they stood for their savior. And, um, you know, Christians today, we're afraid if we say something, somebody's going to hurt, their, we're going to hurt somebody's feelings or they're going to hurt our feelings. And we're not standing up for what is, for, for what is righteous, you know, talked uh, the religious and moral people a moral and religious people you mentioned that sam that's why they've been after for so long this lie of the separation of church and state the state is to stay out of the church but the people and the church they're supposed to have some say in what's going on around here because that's how that's you got our that right all right there's so many things that beth ann is talented and capable of you gotta learn more about all that she's doing folks um, her website, CSC, that's common sense, you know, csctalkradio.com. Uh, you can get her book. You can check out all that there. That's incredible. But she is a prolific writer. She has a sub stack called Beyond the Microphone, the fifth segment, meaning right after her show, she, um, you know, has a lot of articles and prose on her sub stack. You want to talk about that, Bethann? Yeah, I've enjoyed that. I've uh, yesterday. I can't remember what I wrote about. Oh, yesterday I was writing about, about uh, some things that I took off on the show. Sometimes it's a continuance because I know it's not that I talk a lot or anything, but I don't get it all done in one hour. So we just named it the fifth segment and we went off for that. Friday, I wrote one that was a letter to the president. And I was talking about all the. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to do this right. It's, it says, dear president, can we talk? Right. <laughs> Can we talk? <laughs> so I wanted to visit with him. It's a great I'm sure headline. he read it. I'm sure he did uh, about about all these questions about revenge. And America is not about revenge. We're about justice. And what they're doing to President Donald J. Trump is they're doing to every single one of us. This Nikki yeah. Haley says Trump is chaos. He's not the chaos. The chaos is the corruption that are trying to take this man down and in that make him an example to the rest of us. So we sit down and comply. Um, so I don't want revenge, but I do want justice. And I think it's important for the American people to see justice. These justices that are doing this and they know they're going against the Constitution. They know they should be disbarred. They should lose their uh, federal what do you, I'm sure that they, they're getting some kind of a compensation for retirement. They should lose that. I think they should be punished. And I think some people may need to go to jail. 
And maybe, maybe more than more. that. And I'll give you because an example. Has, While they're saying treason. that Donald Trump's the bad guy with really no evidence, they're just saying, oh, he's a bad guy. He's scary. He's whatever. We don't like him, whatever. Meanwhile, Donald Trump uh, is trying to uh, bring our country back, defend our border, etc. He may not be mm. perfect at it, folks, but look no, at the competition not. and we can talk about it. Um, <laughs> but Biden intends to sign United Nations gun ban. That's literally in process right now, Beth Ann. Hmm. Well, I knew they talked about it. I didn't know they were in the act of it. <clears throat> I yeah, according to Rand it. Paul and others that, that, that he's working uh, behind the scenes right now to work on getting that signed. Um, and if he does, you know, you and I could say, well, it takes a you know Congress to do so. And that's all true. But they, they play games with words and terms and sell out our sovereignty one piece at a time. And the other branches of government, Congress in particular, or the courts, they don't call a halt to the con game. They just allow it to continue. And that's the bigger threat than even the gun ban. Yeah, I had a quote yesterday in my Substack from James Madison, and I won't be able to to say what it was. I had read the quote before, and it was just... Uh, just a part of the quote. So I have the entire quote on the Substack uh, from yesterday. And it he's talking about what they do when they write their bills, how they make them so confused and voluminous, I think he said, that, that you can't understand them. You can't, they don't even read them. And then they, and we've seen this. And then the next part of the quote, he's talking about how they'll take that same bill and then they start doing this, tweaking it here and tweaking it there. And by the time they're done with it, you don't know what the heck they've done. They don't know what the heck they've done. And and nothing, you know, Sheriff Mack, they never, ever, ever talk about liberty. You hear about the democracy, which I've got a chapter oh, yeah. in the book about that. We're not yeah. a democracy. They're running it like we are, but we were never a democracy. Oh, yeah. And when people say, well, that's not democracy, I'm going, that's exactly democracy. What they're doing to us, that is democracy. They've made democracy, they've made the word democracy a synonym of liberty. And it's, and not. it's not. And you try to describe yeah. that to them. Mobocracy is democracy. And it becomes very dictatorial. It becomes very socialistic. And it turns into a totalitarian An government every time you try to explain that to them. And they they about uh, uh, faint because they they've been so brainwashed. And look at Fox News, Democracy 2024. Well, that's nice, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, they stood but, up there and told everybody to take a jab, too. So, <laughs> of course. So uh, one other one other point I found in your book that I guess we've been discussing already, but you you specifically call it the four corners of deceit, and of course you mentioned yes. uh, government, academia, science, and the media, and I, I have Boy, to say howdy. that yeah, th those four corners are completely controlled by corruption and yes. the enemy. And we are being destroyed from within. And what they've allowed to make sure that this destruction from within happens is they've invited even more of our international enemies into the country. Yes. yes. And they're here and they're, and they're, and they're fomenting a plan to attack America from within. Wow. And, and when we complain and, about and it, they say we're the terrorists, Bethann. 
Yeah, <laughs> right. And I, I have to uh, back up. I don't want to be a plagiarist or anything because that four corners of deceit, I actually read that from something that Rush Limbaugh had said and done in the past. So he had it then. And just think about how much more magnified it is today. I mean, by the way, just back. a quick note for the next hour, I have Michael Harrison. Uh, he's the owner of Talk Ma uh, Talkers Magazine. Uh, he'll be with me next hour, by the way, just so you know. Uh, and, you know, okay. it's hard for me to say who's the king of talk radio. Uh, I'm starting to think Beth Ann's the queen of talk, uh, Sheriff Mack. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, from, the, here a long from time. the right and, and from the Constitution, she sure is, uh, you know, and so uh, I don't think I don't think anybody, Chris, uh, Beth Ann, I don't think anybody's been on your show. Uh, as far as your memory and mine can go back any longer than I have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, yeah, it's been a long time since you've been on. So we're going to have to rectify that. Get yeah, you we'll back have to repeat, yeah, fix that. that. By the way, we're yeah, about we're out of time, but I got to be on during your hour. hour. <laughs> apparently I'm on during right, We're about hour, out of time, so... but I, but I got to make this point before the end of the hour. The book that we're talking about with Beth Ann Schoenberg is called the American crisis continues. So it literally starts with a fact. The American crisis continues. And then it goes on to literally point the finger at, hey, why we have these crises and what we can do about them. I love it. But here's the rest of the title. And I think this is the solution ultimately. Bring America home. And what we're really talking about is bring us home in every way from foreign wars, bring us home from thinking that you can just elect the president and solve the problem. You got to think local. I mean, that bring America home in every sense of the word, strong homes, strong families. I mean, I can, I can point 66 ways from Sunday that that phrase is the answer, Beth Ann. Yeah. That came to me by God. I really have to give him credit. I was, when I started the show, I was laying there one night, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this, do that? And he gave me the bring America home. And then the song that you hear played at the end, and it's also at the beginning. Now I have a new opening for the show. Uh, that is a little guitar picking called Coming Home. I didn't know anything about that song. My son, Ma my youngest son said, Mom, I have a song I wrote. I'm going to give it to you. And and I said, oh, what, why don't why are you giving it to me? And he said, oh, it's too country for me. And I said, well, then why'd you write it? So I just wanted a little uh uh, challenge in my guitar pick and he was a freshman in high in college and he was a little homesick he said and the tune is called coming home but it's just an instrumental and I picture a, a pickup truck going down the dirt road we've got to come home America's got to come home and realize we have neighbors we have loved ones we have friends that are hurting and we've got to bring this country back to its foundation we got to bring America home final word to you sheriff well, I could only say something to what she just said, and that is amen to that. Thank you so much for this book. Thanks so much for the work that you've put into the, uh, Saving America the last 30, 35 years. Um, thank you. Derry Brownfield, God rest his soul. And thank you, Bethann. Thanks for being on the Sheriff Mack Show today. Thanks, Sheriff. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check out, to check out her sub stack, Bethann CSC talk radio on substack to check out our incredible radio show csctalkradio.com beth and god bless you to the rest of you join the posse cspoa.org and god save the republic the spirit of the american west is alive and well in range magazine 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Introducing Managed IT Services from NPI. We offer top-notch data backup and recovery, email spam protection, and network security tailored to your needs and budget. With 20-plus years of experience in the medical field, our HIPAA-certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information. Don't settle for less. Give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with Managed IT Services. Remember, your IT support should be fast, efficient, and reliable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, incredible hour with Beth Ann. Incredible hour about sat123.com and the need there for satellite phones, one of the great solutions. But I want to end on this. Ron Paul says, after two years, neocons desperate for for more war in Ukraine. How do we stop this and get out of it? The Russian president, the Ukrainian president, making uh, intimations that they are, you know, want to have a peace talks or whatever else. The United States literally standing in the way of this, folks. I just don't understand it. Our prayers are for peace. Remember, we follow the Prince of Peace, ladies and gentlemen. I get that we got to defend the homeland. I understand that. But the great defense oftentimes is the best offense. Or it sets the offense up for success, right? Remember, we follow the Prince of Peace, and it is God, family, and country. That's where the solutions lie on the most local of levels, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for your time. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. I am Sam Bushman. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. (laughs) 